Welcome to Scanner School, where we teach you everything to know about the scanner radio hobby. Today's podcast is sponsored by our two brand new training courses. You'll learn more about these courses on today's podcast. Hey, all notes from today's podcast can be found online on our website at scannerschool.com slash session 171. Before we start this week's podcast, I'd like to take a moment to thank our Patreon supporters. Patreon is a month-to-month sponsorship platform. We have three different support tiers, each with different benefits. But the most valuable tier is our $5 a month tier. This equates to sponsoring the podcast for about a dollar per episode. Now, not only do our $5 Patreon supporters receive the podcast early, but they also receive a commercial-free version of the podcast delivered directly to their podcast player. Some may say that the included squelchy sticker pack that is mailed to your home is the best benefit of the $5 level, but I think it's the community or the club that is growing at this level. You see, we meet once a month on Zoom, and we have a roundtable discussion about scanning, ask questions, offer advice. Some of the members are answering other people's questions, and we just talk with our fellow scanner school classmates. This is an exclusive group for our $5 Patreon members. Now, again, if all this wasn't enough at that level, you'll also receive discounts to upcoming Scanner School courses and offerings. Now, you can help support Scanner School by going to www.scannerschool.com slash Patreon or www.scannerschool.com slash support. Now, I'd like to thank all of our Patreon supporters at all levels, and they are Blurpy Benner, Brian King, Buzz Gold, Chris Paris, Craig Harper, Dan, David C., Denny Crotty, Ed Walsh, Eddie K., Edward Bramblett, Evan Barak, Gary Fletcher, Guy Lee, James Broxson, James Felling, James Peruta, Jeff Block, Jenny Taylor, Jim Heinrich, John Goldenberg, Ken Newberry, Kevin's Wiki, Lenny Bauer, Les Stevenson, Mark Beebe, Mason Kramer, Michael Kroger, Paul Teal, Raymond Hill, Richard Armstrong, Robert, Robert Kanzler, Ronnie Bach, Sal Marandola, Tim Mazza, Ted Glendie, and William R. Cand. Now let's start the podcast. Welcome to The Scanner School, a podcast dedicated to the scanner radio hobby. Class is about to begin. Here is your host, Phil Lichtenberger. Hey, welcome back to Scanner School. My name is Phil Lichtenberger, and my amateur radio call sign is W2LIE. Now, welcome to Scanner School. This podcast is here to teach you everything to know about the scanner radio hobby. Now, I want to keep that promise to you, and we are looking to answer your questions, okay? So, if you're not aware, the first Tuesday of every month, we host a podcast episode where we answer your questions. We also host a Facebook, YouTube Periscope, which is also Twitter, live session at 9 p.m., followed by our Patreon-only roundtable discussion, which follows. And again, if you want to know more about that, you can check out scannerschool.com slash Patreon. But look, I'm here to say I need your questions. In order to keep this module going, I think we've done something like 30 Ask Scanner School sessions. I need more questions. It's as simple as that. So if you can call us at 516-308-2885 or use the speak pipe link at scannerschool.com slash ask. We will answer your questions on the following Ask Scanner School session and put you in the running for a free tutoring session where I answer your questions via a Zoom chat. Now, if you do need one-on-one help and you want to have me tutor you, you can also book me for a tutoring session as well for an hour. Now, again, if you just want to ask a question via email or a contact form, hey, we can do that as well, but you will be put to the bottom of the list. 
and we'll answer your questions and you won't be in the running for a free tutoring session. So again, scannerschool.com slash ask and submit your voicemail question. So I am so happy today to finally say our free STR course, the ultimate beginner's guide to software-defined radio. Everything to know to get started with SDR in an afternoon is finally released. Now, we released it last Tuesday after our SDR webinar. Of course, you can catch a replay of that over on our YouTube channel or at scannerschool.com slash webinar. But look, it's been a long, long time. I've had a lot of people ask me where this course is, when is it going to come out. I know a lot of people have been wondering if it was ever going to happen, including myself. <laughs> but I am so happy to say about from when I'm recording, it's been an hour or so prior to me hitting record on this podcast, I uploaded the final module. So when you're listening to this, the course is already live. It's already been released. So we're good. It's there. It's online. You can actually sign up for it now and start taking the course. And many of you may might have already started taking the course by the time this podcast goes goes to air. So Look, this free course will have you up and running with a software-defined radio in an afternoon, depending on how fast you can consume and follow along with the content. Of course, some people need a little bit longer time to digest the content. Some people can just pick up on it really, really quick. The point is not to rush you through it, okay? It's it's a couple hours course, right? So you technically could have lunch and be done by dinner. But maybe you want to take this in a small small batches. And I understand that that may be how you want to operate. So it's not a promise. <laughs> it's not a guarantee you can be done by in an afternoon. It's just what I'm expecting it to take. So these are not videos or a part of a course that you can find on YouTube. All right. This is on a platform called Teachable. So why did I decide to host this content on Teachable instead of on YouTube? Well, that's because I've taken many courses through the Teachable platform, and I seem to only complete those courses that I'm focused on completing. Look, when you're on YouTube, YouTube is great for hosting videos, right? But they want you to stay on their platform. They want to show you the videos that you think are going to be, you know, that shiny object is going to get you to click on the next one, right? So... It's not necessarily a great platform to go through a course, to go through and follow the next video, the next video, the next video. There's always going to be those videos off in the corner going to say, hey, look at me next, right? Or even at the end of the video when the title card comes, it'll say, hey, look at this video instead of the one we that me, the author, had queued up for you. Plus, it's very difficult to pick up where you've left off unless you bookmarked it, right? So in the Teachable course platform, again, the platform that we are using, you can check off the modules and the lessons that you've gone through. And I also like using the Teachable platform because I've taken many courses on Teachable that I've paid for. Some of those courses include two podcasting courses from the same author, basically. And I credit him, Pat Flynn, to helping create Scanner School because without his podcasting course that I purchased back in 2017, Scanner School wouldn't be here. And if it wasn't for his advanced podcasting course, the podcast now wouldn't be where it is now, right? It still would have been a little bit held back. So I credit his courses for making Scanner School what it is. I've also taken his courses on making courses, 
as crazy as that sounds. But that helped me finally understand how to build and author my own courses. So there's a lot to learn to teach what you have to learn. <laughs> you know what I mean? And again, I never would have been able to go through this on YouTube. So Teachable, again, is a website that holds courses to help you learn the content. So again, as you go through the modules, you will get checkboxes, right, as you continue through. So you'll always know where you are. You'll always know where you left off. You'll also know how much you have left to remain until you complete it because there's a progress meter in the corner too that tells you, you know, you're 10% of the way there, you're 50% of the way there, et cetera, et cetera. And what's interesting too is as new modules come in, you'll actually see that progress meter go down and you'll say, hey, what happened here? And you realize, oh, there's, there's more modules now added, which is also very interesting as well. But again, it's a great way to consume content that you want to learn. So let's talk about the ultimate beginner's guide to software-defined radio. This is, again, the free course, which took quite a long time to put together. This is broken down into seven modules with steps inside of each of them to help you complete each module. So let's take a quick look at what you can expect when you sign up for this free course. So module one is basically the introduction. So in this module, you'll be greeted by a video of me with my quarantine haircut. So please don't make fun of my hair. And it's basically just me, you know, introducing you to myself because some people aren't familiar with Scanner School. And I'll show you how to navigate the Teachable platform, right? That's the first step here is to understand where you are. And that's what I want to do. I want you not to feel lost and feel overwhelmed by what you're about to do here, which is jump into a platform that many of you have not seen yet. Now, we step into Module 2. Module 2 is the required hardware, and this module has four steps. Now, the first step in every module is going to be a quick introduction video of me explaining what you're about to do in that particular module. So we'll go through the computer requirements. And we'll step through a kind of hardware specifications you'll need in your computer in order to get the most out of the training course. Then we have another part of the module. I'll explain the SDR requirements, what hardware we'll be using, and why we're using it. Finally, in this module, we have a section for helpful accessories. So in here, I'll show you the jumpers I'm using, the adapters, and even the USB hub I'm using to help along through the course. Now, again, doesn't mean you need to have everything that's in these modules. It's just what I am using. And again, in this free course, I do have links. And these are affiliate links that go back to Amazon where you can purchase these accessories and these RTL dongles in case you happen to need them. Okay, module three is setting up your Windows computer. So after the introduction part of this module, we'll go through how to configure and set up the folders inside your computer. Because let's face it, I'm not going to sit and say, okay, go to C, users, desktop settings, your username here. It's not going to work, right? It, it's very easy to get lost. So what we're going to do is we're going to standardize the folder structure on your computer so that you can easily find all the software-defined radio applications that we'll be putting in and installing, including the drivers, etc. In order to make it even easier, I'm going to show you how to create a shortcut on your desktop so you can single click or double click your way into this folder so you can easily go ahead in there. Now, some of the software requires you to enter the command interface or for those of us all know to remember DOS, right? That pseudo DOS interface that's built into Windows these days. 
look, don't be scared of that. It's very simple. I'll give you all the commands. It's all written in the description of the videos. And again, I'll show you how to create a shortcut. So instead of typing in CD slash, you know, and then the full folder name in quotes, by the way, if you add spaces, I'll make that as simple as a, as one as a double click as well. Okay, you double click on it. It'll open the command window right in the folder we're operating in. Okay, I'll show you the tricks to doing that. Finally, I'll show you some software that I recommend using, including a free spreadsheet application, Google Sheets, and also a better notepad or a text editor that I strongly recommend that I use pretty much exclusively. It's called Notepad++, and it's free open source software. I've been using it for years, and it's like Notepad on steroids. You can have multiple documents open in a single application. You can bring in multiple programming languages, and you can even use it to edit in columns. So if you want to add, say, a, I don't know, a semicolon, for example, if you're editing a DSD plus file, and you need to comment out a lot of things, instead of going semicolon, downspace, semicolon, downspace, now you just highlight the first column and hit semicolon, and it drags semicolons all the way down. And all of a sudden, you've edited all these all these rows. So I love using Notepad++. I'm going to show you how it works included in the training videos. Okay, so the rest of this is now broken down into a crawl, walk, and run. Okay, module four is your crawl, five is your walk, and six is your run. So module four is where we start to install the drivers and plug the actual SDR hardware into your computer. Module five, which is the walking part, is where we download and install a piece of software called SDR Sharp. Now, SDR Sharp is usually the first piece of software that I install on any computer that I'm going to be putting SDRs on. Using this software, I can quickly tune into any analog channel, FM or AM, upper, lower sideband if I wanted to, CW, and I can quickly sanity check that everything is working fine. In fact, truth be told here, I just built a brand new computer that I'm going to run a whole pile of SDR applications on, which is exactly why the course is now coming out now finally, because I've got a really good excuse to record everything as I'm rebuilding a brand new computer. Well, what happened here? I built this brand new computer and I installed my hardware and I installed SDR Sharp and I noticed a problem. Things were not working right. So this just reinforced the fact that I like to use SDR Sharp to verify that everything is the way it is supposed to be. I spent quite a bit of time troubleshooting my computer to try and get things to work right. And it turns out this is now a known issue with the AMD chipset and the B500 series motherboards and something else. Well, I guess it's the AMD 37 flavored chipset and a, and a 500 motherboard or whatever it is. But whatever, whatever it is, that's what I built <laughs> so yeah there's a usb issue with it. it had nothing to do with my installations or nothing like that no it was it was 100 the hardware well again sdr sharp helped me figure out there was a problem before i got too invested in working through this right so that's also why i like this piece of software and again we'll show you how to use the software to tune into some conventional analog frequencies how to monitor you know the fm broadcast channels and also how to even set up to monitor aviation on it because why not these rtl sticks don't really go into the am broadcast band but for am right we can monitor aviation and i think that's a cool thing to do because a lot of people like to really monitor the aviation band 
And in order to save our sanity as well, I'll show you how to turn on and enable the squelch in SDR Sharp so you're not constantly listening to noise. But we'll also show you how to use the included frequency management plugin that is included with the software and also how to install third-party plugins so you can really customize your installation of SDR Sharp. And if I didn't mention it already, I like SDR Sharp too because, again, it was one of the first pieces of software I learned how to use, and it's in active development, so it's not a piece of software that got pushed by the wayside. This is actively being built and continues to evolve with modern technology. Speaking of modern technology, Module 6 goes into the run phase here. And this is probably where I spent the most amount of time showing you how to do things and also where I get the most amount of enjoyment. I think a lot of you are going to take this free course because of what you can do in the run part of the run modules. Module 6 is how to use DSD Plus public release. So I will show you how to download DSD Plus public release and the DLL files that are required to run DSD Plus. I'll also show you how to set up FMP and how to install a frequency database so you know what you're tuning into when you're using FMP. Once that database is installed, I'll show you the difference between FMP and the DSD Plus public release and FMP24 in the DSD Plus fast lane release. I'll also show you how to use FMP map so you can plot out the frequencies as you tune into them with FMP. Finally, we'll connect FMP to DSD Plus so you can start listening to digital transmissions. And once all that is all done, I'll show you how to create a shortcut on your computer that all you gotta do is click on and it will launch FMP and DSD Plus so you don't have to bother going through commands to do it. Once we're comfortable with DSD Plus, I'll show you how to monitor DMR conventional transmissions. And if all that wasn't enough, we'll set up DSD Plus public release to start monitoring a DMR Connect Plus system. This includes setting up the networks, the sites, the frequencies, and the group files. We'll also take a look at the radios file. And I'll show you how to use a Google spreadsheet that I will share with you in order to make importing all of this information a whole lot easier. Finally, at the end of Module 6, we'll plug in a second USB stick and I'll show you how to trunk track a DMR Capacity Plus system. We'll monitor the control channel and we'll listen to the voice channels. Finally, we'll wrap everything up in Module 7. Module 7 is just the end of the course, puts a pretty bow on everything. And it's me thanking you and congratulating you, most importantly, on completing the course and no longer being a beginner in the world of software-defined radios. So... Let's talk on the other side of this break what you can expect in the advanced class. Did you know there are ways to help support the Scanner School podcast that doesn't take any time or any extra money on your part? If you go to scannerschool.com support, you will find we have several ways that you can continue to do your online shopping and help support us. We have links to Amazon. If you click on our link before you go to Amazon, anything you buy from there, will help support Scanner School. Now, if you're in a market for a brand new scanner, an antenna, other accessories, we have links to Scanner Master, where you can not only purchase a scanner and accessories, but you can also get your radio programmed. And by clicking on our link before you buy, you are helping to support the podcast. Now, if you're in a market for software, we have links to Butel. And if you want something new to you, we also have links 
to eBay. Again, just go to scannerschool.com support before you make your purchases and you are helping to support Scanner School at no additional cost to you. This session of Scanner School is sponsored by East Coast Pagers. Now, East Coast Pagers is one of my online companies, and we are a Unication, Apollo, and Swiss phone dealers serving the North American market. Now, if you're looking for a personal use pager or one for your department, we can get you a quote at the very best prices. So why does a company like East Coast Pagers support Scanner School? I think that every Scanner Reader user should at least put one pager in their collection of radios. The reason why is very simple. It frees up your scanner to just do scanning, and then you have one radio that's dedicated to your local fire activity. Now, with a pager, you can have voice storage. You can do tone outs. You can keep it silent. You can go back the next day and listen to what you've missed overnight. It's more than you can do with an out-of-the-box scanner. And with today's pagers, having multiple frequencies and even having multiple channels in a scan list, like the Unication G1 can do eight channels in a scan list. It has 64 memory channels, and out of the box, it comes with 11 minutes of stored voice and a desktop charger. The G2s to G5s, they do P25 phase one and phase two in simulcast environments with stored voice, paging on conventional NP25. Oh, and they're upgradable too to DMR type one and type two. They are more rugged than today's consumer-based scanners. And with a pager like a Swiss phone S-Quad, you won't even realize you're wearing one. It'll help keep you informed as to what's going on in your neighborhood. So again, eastcoastpagers.com or contact me directly, phil at eastcoastpagers.com. Do you have a new scanner? You're having problems understanding how it works? Maybe you're new to the entire Home Patrol database of programming and you can't figure out Sentinel. Did you get a new SDR and you're trying to figure out how to install it or you want to learn how to use Unitrunker, DSD+, maybe set up a Pioware, or even just make some changes and you don't understand how the system and the equipment works? The podcast might be great for you, but maybe you need a little bit more of one-on-one help with setting something up. I'm available to do just that with you with our private tutoring sessions. You can book me online by going to scannerschool.com slash consulting for a one-hour session. And it's great because we can actually share computer screens remotely, and I can guide you through step-by-step as if I was sitting right next to you. So again, book me for an hour at scannerschool.com slash consulting for your scanner radio one-on-one tutoring session. National Communications Magazine is your personal library of scanner, CB, GMRS, FRS, MURS, and two-way radio articles written by the best minds in the business over the past three decades. Your NatCom personal online access account allows you to download the newest issues of America's Hobby Radio Magazine, as well as back issues, too. So visit natcommag.com to download your free sample issues and sign up today. That's natcommag.com for National Communications Magazine. Okay, so let's talk about what is coming up in the paid advanced course. So full disclaimer, here's the deal. As I am recording this in March of 2021, the course is still being built, but you can still gain early bird access to the course at a discounted rate. So if you listen to this podcast in the future, then the rate might be adjusted depending on how much content is currently being uploaded. So if you're interested in taking this course and being an early bird on it, you'll be rewarded with a lower rate. So the goal at the moment, and again, not a guarantee, is that there will be two modules per month uploaded to the course. And there's a lot of content to be created in this course. My guarantee, though, is that 
I will begin uploading the first pieces of content within 30 days of the paid course going live. So by April 23rd, 2021, you will have some sort of content, a module in order to take in the class. Now, I'm not talking about just the introduction module. I'm talking about actual course content so you could start going through the advanced classes. So here's even better. If you're unhappy with the course for the for any reason, within 30 days of buying a course, you will get a no questions asked money back refund. So let's talk about what you can expect if you opt to jump into the advanced course. First of all, we'll go through how to upgrade DSD Plus public release into DSD Plus Fastlane. And we'll show you why you want to consider this and walk you through every single step of the process. This includes where to go to pay for the upgrade, how to download the upgrade, how to unzip and open up the password protected zip file that will be emailed to you, and how to make sure you don't overwrite your public release information with the Fastlane release, and most importantly, how to get a fresh copy of Fastlane because all you're going to get is the updated information. We need to get all the old files, and I'll show you how to do that within DSD Plus Fastlane. I will show you how to use DSD Plus Fastlane to monitor a P25 trunk system, both Phase 1 and Phase 2. I'll show you how to do this with a single RTL stick, and I'll show you how to do this again with NXDN and DMR and P25. This is where you start to replace your scanner. We'll also look at how to monitor two popular amateur radio modes with DSD Plus, including D-Star and Yesu Fusion. Now think about it. Could you imagine how much money it would cost you to get a receiver that will do D-Star, Yesu Fusion, P25, DMR, NXDN, and analog? Come on. You know how much money it costs you to buy a scanner that does that? We'll figure each amateur that does that too is about $200 as well. Minimum. Minimum. And we're going to show you how to do this with software that's going to cost you $25. Now, DSD Plus again, is great at demoduling audio. But for trunking, I prefer software that can do some really fancy logging. This is why I love Unitrunker. Now, Unitrunker version 1 is different than version 2. I will show you the difference between the two of them. I'll show you how to monitor an EDAX and Motorola Type 2 systems. With Unitrunker 1, I'll show you how to bring in your old legacy scanners and use them in conjunction with your software to find radios. I'll also show you how to bridge the gap between Unitrunker and DSD Plus. So you can pipe audio from Unitrunker into DSD Plus because Unitrunker doesn't demodulate phase two audio, at least not right now. We'll also cover SDR trunk and trunk recorder and software like that. I'll also show you how to install SDR software on your Mac. So if you're like me and you live in a Mac world, you can use SDRs. It's not just stuck to Windows environments. I also enjoy Linux. Well, you want to know how to do this on Linux? I'll show you how, including projects for the Raspberry Pi, which is really interesting. So when we're looking at the Linux and Raspberry Pi environment, I'll show you how to set up a receiver using OP25, which again is another open source and free software to monitor digital trunk systems. And a lot of people are streaming to Broadcastify and even their own personal websites by using OP25, because think about it. It's running on a Raspberry Pi that costs you about 60 bucks, and an RTL stick that costs you about 30 bucks. So for $100, again, 
you've got a radio that's working just like your SDS, right? That's that's pretty good. Pretty good in my book. Now, for anyone, again, who's big in aviation, we'll build a ADSB and UAT receiver using a Raspberry Pi and also looking at decoding some ACARS messages. For you weather buffs, we'll look at Meteor and GOES satellite reception and we may or may not look into WeFax reception. I haven't really figured that one out yet. Now, how are we going to look at WeFax on our RTL sticks when they don't go down that low? Well, we'll take a look at the HackRF, the SDR play devices, and even an AirSpy, and compare them to the cheap RTL dongles. We'll also take a look at software like SDR++, SDR Console, and even SDR Uno. I'll also show you how to flash the EEPROMs on your receiver so you can adjust the serial numbers so you know what receivers are set up with certain ways. For example, if you have to set your drift, well, you can marry that up to now this new serial number in your receiver. Or if you're using something like uh, PiAware, you're going to need to set up that serial number so that you can designate one SDR for ADSB and one for UAT. Now, again, if you're outside the United States, then you may not need UAT, but still, right? This is those things that you don't think about until you really need to know about them. I'm going to take that worry away from you and show you how this is all done in this course. Now, I'll also show you, too, how to set up your software-defined radio so you can monitor satellites, such as amateur satellites, and automatically account for the Doppler effect. Again, many amateur satellites not only broadcast in FM analog, but may also be on sideband, or there may be some telemetry, or there may be CW. And we'll also take a look at, and no pun intended here, SSTV, or slow scan TV signals from the International Space Station when they do their special events. This is a great opportunity to tie in software like SDR Uno with our SSTV decoder. We'll also look at two-tone detect and how you can send fire dispatches as audio files to your email inbox. Now, again, this is just a short list of things that are going to be in the advanced course. This is the ultimate advanced guide on software-defined radios. You're going to learn a whole lot in this course. It's going to be well worth the money that it's going to cost you, and it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg either. So, how do you find out about both the paid course and the free course, the beginner's course and the advanced course? It's very simple. Go to courses.scannerschool.com. Again, courses.scannerschool.com. This will take you straight over to our Teachable page where you can sign up for the free course or when you pay for the advanced course, you get the free course included because it's in a prerequisite for the advanced course. So again, I know this was a long time coming. I am so happy to finally have gotten this boulder moving. You guys are going to love the free course. And again, the free course is to show you what the advanced course will be like. So I know many of you have never jumped into a paid course. I know the first time I thought about buying a paid course, I was not really sure it was something I really wanted to do. This free course will help kind of introduce you to what you can expect and the benefit of taking an online course. All right, so how do we do today? Let me know. Go to scannerschool.com slash session 171 and let me know how we did. Send me your feedback. 
Also, please make sure you're subscribed to this podcast by clicking the subscribe button in your podcast player of choice, by signing up for our email newsletter, or if you're quote-unquote watching this podcast on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to us over there and click on the bell icon so you know when our next YouTube uh, podcast is released. Now, if you've enjoyed this podcast session, please share it with somebody else in your Scanner radio community. Our goal here at Scanner School is to teach as many people as possible about the Scanner radio hobby. And we can only do that with your help. So again, please share this podcast episode or even our courses with somebody who you know will benefit from them. So again, courses.scannerschool.com is where you can sign up for these SDR courses. So with that, I want to say thank you very much. Thank you, everybody, for your patience as we built our first course. It was a tough one to do, but like I said, with everything, with practice makes perfect. The first time is always the hardest, and we now understand the process to continue and move this ball forward. So I hope you all find the benefit in the free course and find your way over to the advanced course as well. 73 everyone, thanks again. We'll chat again next week. Again, I need your questions. Scannerschool.com slash ask. 73 everyone.